is this thing still on? It's been a while. This show's been on hiatus for a couple of months. I told you that Doug and I were going to put something together, the likes of which you had not ever seen before, and I still plan to do that. But it's not going to happen in the immediate future because I've got bigger things on my plate right now. So what I wanted to do was, well, something. And uh, Doug and I started talking, and he said, hey, um... Hey, remember the Deeper Thought podcast you did a couple of years ago? Doug and I decided that we could go through some of those episodes. Over the next several weeks, several months, you're going to get access to what you previously weren't able to. Hopefully, this little provocation will help you sell something that you haven't sold before. And uh, stay tuned for these episodes as they drop week over week. I think you're going to take something away from them. I know you're going to be entertained by them. And uh, I just, I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. My name's Jeff Bajoric, and my career in sales has been a hell of a ride. And I want to bring you along with me. If you prefer to sell things at a premium, if you never want to win a deal on price, rethink the way you sell. Welcome back to the show. My name's Jeff Bajoric. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you rethink the way you sell. Moving right along, the second reason that you and your team are not creating enough opportunities, you don't have the right tools. Um, it still surprises me how often I will run into a sales team that is not properly enabled to do their job. And by properly enabled, I mean, can you realistically spend the majority of your time doing your job or are you spending a lot of time getting ready to do your job? I see a lot of sales reps who are out there being told to be hunters, being told to go and prospect. And uh, what they're really doing is marketing work because the organization didn't have marketing do this work. They're trying to figure out who their target market is. They're trying to find where these businesses are. They're trying to find the decision makers in these businesses. And it's like, you know, um, you know how much of this information is available at an alarmingly accurate rate for a fee? And look, some of these solutions are more expensive than others. I'm not going to name any of them here. You know the usual suspects, and there are a bunch that you've never heard of that will be exactly what you need them to be. But if you're not even considering giving your team access to the decision makers they need to reach, access to a little bit better understanding of the target market that they serve, Wow, are you doing them a disservice? I was working with a, a client about a year ago. A really nice outfit, um, small family-owned, employee-owned, actually. And uh, they were distributors for several, um, we'll call them manufacturing products. Fluid dynamics, pneumatics, um, stability, motion control kind of stuff. And I asked them what their target market was. They said, OEMs, like original equipment manufacturers. We're in the Midwest. Like, can you narrow it down? Like, there's a lot of them out here, right? Now, I mean, we can help them all. Okay, well, there's a marketing issue there. Okay, that's fine. We won't talk about that. But I said, how do you find these OEMs? Uh, the internet. We drive around. We've been here for a long time, so a lot of people know us. Okay, fair, fair. But how are you supposed to put together a prospecting plan? And take that a step further. As you're prospecting, how are you supposed to find any wins and build any progress when every stone you turn over feels like, yeah, I don't know. Was that the right one? When you're questioning every move you make, it's really hard to build any momentum. A few years ago, 
I was working with a marketing agency. They do brilliant work with healthcare organizations and healthcare systems. And okay, there aren't as many of those in the United States as there are OEMs in the Midwest, but how are you, you know, who, how do you know who to reach? Well, we can do a little bit of cross-referencing on LinkedIn. You well, know, okay, if there are every if everybody was on LinkedIn, that would be accurate. Um, and you know, sometimes they're listed on the hospital website. Yeah. And I just keep thinking, like, for what you sell, why don't you just buy the data? Like it's right there. And now instead of giving your hunters, you know, the task of spending a third of their day researching who they're going to start calling, why don't you just give them the data and let them go hunt? Look, you know how to prospect. I know you know how to prospect, but something still gets in your way. As a matter of fact, I've identified eight reasons that you and your team are not creating more sales opportunities. I put them together as a white paper to serve as a companion of this season of the Rethink the Way You Sell podcast. Go to jeffbajorek.com forward slash eight reasons to download your copy and the self-assessment that is included in that white paper so you know where you can make maximal impact right away to improve your prospecting results. Now back to the show. And like I said, this is a this is a real old school mentality. I'm just going to give them what they need and let them figure it out. I hired the right people, they'll figure it out. It's like, wow. If you really hired the right people, they will figure it out. If you if and if they are the kind of people that can figure it out, imagine if they didn't have to. Imagine if they could spend the majority of their time on any given day doing the things that move the needle. What would that look like? The revenue generated would dwarf the investment that you made. That's just one kind of tool, right? And look, by coming through the pandemic, we've all got Zoom or Teams or I don't know if anybody still uses Skype or, you know, Google Meet and, and all these things. Like that's a tool that came in pretty handy. It was nice. You had a leg up if you knew how to use it before everybody else did. Um, you know, there are tools out there for small business owners to manage their expenses and help them stay ahead of their tax reporting and, and, and everything else. But like just think about the things that only you can do as a seller, as a business owner, as a fill in the blank. What are those things that you spend way too much time on that get in the way of you doing what only you can do? How many of those tasks could be taken care of with a, with a tool, with a piece of tech? A lot of companies out there are still running their CRMs based on a yellow legal pad and a pen. It's a bit much. The information that you can get by having a decent CRM. There are a lot of free ones out there. And look, I'm not, there, there are no companies paying me to talk about this. I am only speaking from my own experience. There are some really cool tools out there that will help you do more of what you do best. They don't replace the great work that you do, but they enable the great work that you do. And if right now you're wondering, does my team have the right tools? They probably don't. If you really can't answer that question, they probably don't. So the second biggest reason, the second most significant reason, I feel, um, that your team isn't creating 
more opportunities than they should because they don't have the tools. They're spending way too much time doing other things before they can even start creating opportunities. If a salesperson's number one job is to create opportunities, just to prospect, is to fill the funnel, and they can't do that because there's too much work to be done ahead of time, that's a problem. That is a problem. You have the power to fix it, and the cost of fixing it is way smaller than the cost of having it. So think about that. Got questions? Shoot me a message, jb at jeffbajoric.com. I can talk you through some of these things. If you're really not sure if your team has the right tools, I'm happy to discuss it with you. I am not a product expert. My tech stack is not thousands and thousands of dollars every month because I don't need it. You will probably have different needs than I will, but I'll be able to at least help you assess what it is you have and what would help you uh, be a lot better. And look, if I can't answer the questions, I have friends who do. I have friends who can. So we'll get you what you need one way or the other. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate you spending some time with me. If you like the show, like it, subscribe to it, share it with a friend. The fastest way that this show will grow and help more people is if people like you tell other people like you that it was helpful. Until next time, I'll be back in a couple of days. Um, We're going to talk in a couple of days about the right plan. Most people don't create enough opportunities because they don't have the right plan. I'm going to leave you on the edge of your seats until that show is out. won't be long, just a couple of days. I'll talk to you then. Rethink the Way You Sell is a Pot About It production. It's mixed and edited by Doug Branson, with music by Blue Dot Sessions and Doug Branson. This podcast is masterminded by Jeff Bajorek.